isn't it? This thought about go, you know, going together and uh, serving God in, uh, you know, as I was watching that video, I was thinking about all the the different multifaceted ways that we get to um, show the love of Jesus. Uh, I love that. I love that um, we get to do it as a church as well. You know, this entire year, we have... Um, we in prayer, we really sought the Lord to say, well, God, what are you saying to us as a church, to us as a people? And the word that resonated in our hearts was this word together. Uh, together is a beautiful word. It speaks of community. It speaks of standing shoulder to shoulder with one another. And, you know, no one, no one has to do life alone. I love that thought. You know, too many of us in this, you know, supposedly interconnected world are doing it alone. And um, we're never at our best when we're by ourselves. You know, it's, I'm, I'm an introvert, so I, I obviously love the me time, um, you know. Um, but but in the midst of it, I somehow I, I understand that actually uh, the richness of my life or my life won't be as rich if I don't learn how to do it together with others. Uh, today, we've been, um, we've been sort of through the last four weeks walking through this, um, these themes. Uh, the first week, come together, you know, we're stronger together. Last week, we talked about we grow better together. And um, this week, of course, in light of this video, we're talking about how we go together. And, and that goal is obviously how we, how we take the good news of the love of God and the goodness of God and how we, how we take that, as it were, and share that out. You know, I really believe that the only way that we can go together, these, these initiatives, is that first... <laughs> I've got to have a go inside of me. You, do you get that? I, I, I've got to have a sense that I'm on mission, that I'm on assignment, not like, but, but every day, not, not just when I'm you know, doing some sort of program or that, but actually I wake up with a sense of, you know what? God has done something inside of my life. It is so dramatic. It is so miraculous. The love of God is in my heart. And as a result of that love, I'm actually always on go. <laughs> you know, whether it's my neighbor, whether it's my friend, whether it's, um, you know, in my workplace, whether it's in school, like it's, it's like I, I'm, I'm on go. I, I, I want to share with us a scripture and it's, it's really a, a Jesus's moment where he's, he's, he's sending the go uh, to his disciples uh, by the way, this morning, I just want to welcome our online campus. Uh, uh, we are broadcasting all over the world and I uh, want to welcome you if you're joining us, wherever you're joining us from, and it's a great honour and privilege to have you with us. Luke chapter 9, verse 1 to 6 is where we're going to open up this morning. Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He's giving them their go. He, he didn't have a video uh, to, uh, to give them, so he did it um, face to face, and it says this. It says, Jesus summoned together his 12 apostles and imparted to them authority over every demon and power to heal every disease. No problem. Okay, then he says, verse 2, says, Then he commissioned them to preach God's kingdom realm and to heal the sick and to demonstrate that the kingdom had arrived. He said, as he sent them out, he gave them these instructions. Now, here's where I want to focus. It says in verse 3, He told them, 
Take nothing extra for your journey, but just go as you are. Now, now I just want to pause here for a minute. Jesus says to his disciples, hey, I'm sending you, but I want to, I want to anchor this to say, hey, go as you are. Are you a school teacher? Great, that's your go. Are you, are you a stay-at-home parent? Great, that's your go. Are you a receptionist? Great, that's your go. Are you a school student? Great, that's your go. Like, it's not like somehow we've got to, um, we, we've got to change up and, and put on something else that's foreign from who we are so that we can be the goal of God. No, no, no. You know, I, I think what we need to restore is that, that our vocation... For those of you under the age of 30, that means your employment, right? Our vocation is actually our calling. That's the calling. And actually, there's no such thing as a lesser calling. It's not like, well, if I'm this, if I'm a youth leader, let's say, uh, that somehow that's a greater calling than if I'm an accountant. You know, we all need godly accountants, right? Hallelujah. And uh, you know, there's, no such, there's no such pecking order. Wherever you are, it's kind of like wherever you are and whatever you're called, wherever you're called, the goodness of God, let it shine right there. Let, let, let the love of God overflow there. And whatever that looks like, because guess what? You're actually called to that. You're anointed that. He says, just as go just as you are. He says, don't carry a staff, a backpack, food, money, um, not even a change of clothes. It sounds like a teenage commission there, doesn't it? You know. And it says, whatever home. Uh, this is verse 4, it says, Whatever home welcomes you as a guest, remain there and make it your base of ministry. Verse 5, he says, And wherever your ministry is rejected and not welcomed, you're to leave that town and shake the dust off your, off your shoes as a testimony before them. That's kind of a strange scripture. You know, this last one. This thing about, well, I, I don't know, that sounds all that loving. But in the notes, in the study notes of the, the Passion Translation, um, Brian Simmons, who's the author, he writes this commentary about that last verse about shaking the dust. He goes, shaking the dust off their feet would be a statement against the people who had rejected the gospel, that the messengers would not be responsible for their faith. Meaning, like Pastor Kylie was talking about in the prayer MC moment, that actually our job is to share the love of God. But we're not then to take responsibility with regards to how people respond to that. That is always a decision between them and the Lord. If, you know, sometimes it's because sometimes that'll hamper your go. Where you're going, well, I, I'm, I'm sharing the goodness of God and it doesn't seem like people are responding too well to it. Well, that's not your responsibility about how they respond. Your responsibility, my responsibility is to simply be the love of God wherever we go. That's how they respond is whatever. He says this, he says, more than a metaphor, this was an actual custom of the day. However, the words before them can also be translated against them. In other words, shaking the dust off their feet did not mean to stomp off offended and angry with people, but that they would move on with no defilement or unforgiveness in their hearts towards those that had rejected the message. If they didn't do that, they'd take the dust of that offence to the next place they ministered. I love that thought. I love the thought is, you know what? My job, our job, is in our go to share the love of God. What happens after that is not my responsibility. It's not your response. We can live free from that in that space. I love that in, in uh, Jesus repeats himself in some respects, but this is in the Great Commission. We call this one of the Great Commissions that he gives after his resurrection in Mark 16, uh, verse 15. He says, And he said to them, 
As you go into the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel. As you go into the world. I love this thought. For many years, I struggled, um, you know, just even in my own makeup, because I'm uh, in my makeup, I would lean more towards an introverted type of personality. That doesn't mean I don't like people, by the way. It just means that my recharge is not necessarily with a big group of people. And, and so I would, I would struggle because every time I heard a message on about going and taking the love of God and all the rest, all I could think about was crowds and people. And I was just like, oh my goodness, you know, that just kind of works against my personality. I love a coffee, but then I've got to go and have my alone time, you know. And so I'm like, I'm the worst at this. I'm not a natural, I don't know what, evangelist or something, but Actually, that's not what this is talking about. This is talking about that I carry a disposition in my heart that says wherever I go, I'm just going to share the love of God. I'm going to be the love of God wherever I go, however that is. And for me, that operates obviously in the business realm. I work in the, as a consultant to business people. So it, it works in that realm for me. Um, I, I think about, you know, I've been in church life for close to 30 years. And I've seen many different people attempt the go, you know. And, and isn't it funny how sometimes we can take something so simple, which the Bible says, hey, be natural about it. Let it just... And all of a sudden, sometimes we get these, <laughs> these funny kind of religious mindsets about what that looks like. Let me give you three things that I've actually seen happen that, that this does not mean. Here's the first one. Going, in the sense of going and taking the good news, the gospel to people, does not mean grabbing the biggest Bible that you can find, throwing a white jacket on and screaming at people in the corner of the street. That is not, just in case that's kind of you're thinking I'm saying that, I'm not saying that. It doesn't mean to spam your social media accounts with as many religious posts in a passive-aggressive nature that reminds people every day about how, uh, how in trouble they are if they don't give their life to Jesus Christ. It does not mean that. That is not, that is not the go that I'm talking about. It doesn't mean to turn every conversation that you have in the marketplace to a Bible treatise or a theological discussion. It doesn't mean that. It means... Jesus says, as you go, be natural about it. I just, you know, weird isn't spiritual. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, just don't be weird. I just, sometimes I just think, oh my goodness, you know, don't be weird. (laughs) Can we just start with that? We're going to make a lot of ground if we start with that. Our go, listen, our go has to come out of a revelation of what God has done inside of us. You you can only be empowered in your go if, listen, if the love of God has captured your heart. This isn't isn't some rule book. This is like your go is empowered because God's come and done a miracle inside of you that you know nobody could have done, not even yourself. And in that miracle, you just want to, you know, manifest that. It's like it's the goodness of God. It's the love of God that's captured my heart, that's changed me from the inside out. I'm not the person I used to be. That is the most powerful testimony of your go. Sometimes people think, well, I just, you know, I don't have all the, I don't know, all the, the, the four-point plan. and the, No, 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 no. Don't do that. Tell them what's happened to you. Tell them your testimony of how somehow you know, you were doing this or you were here and somehow the love of God broke in on you. That's your go. That's the message of your go. I love that um, 
how go is integrated with the miracle of what God has done inside of us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, it speaks about this wonderful miracle that's happened inside of us that empowers our go. It's everything about our go. It says, it's talking about what God has done. It says, now if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he's become an entirely new creation. I love this. It says, all that is related to the old way or the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. In verse 18, it says, and God has made all things new. This is speaking about us. He's made all things new and he's reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of reconciling others to God. At one point, I didn't know God and God knew me, but I didn't know him and I wasn't, I didn't feel connected. I didn't have a sense of waking up in the morning and his presence was there. I, I, I didn't, that's not how I knew him. It's not how I experienced him, but somehow that I got reconciled. To be reconciled means to be joined together. Somehow I got joined with the love of God. And the Bible says here that now he's, because that's happened to us, we have the ministry. Ministry, by the way, means service. We have the service of helping to declare that to others that say, hey, you don't have to live with this sort of separated reality of God, but you can have a living relationship infused with the love of God upon your life daily. That's the ministry. That's our go. It says in verse 19, in other words, it was through the anointed one, that's Jesus, that God was shepherding the world, not even keeping a record of their transgressions. And he has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation for God. Verse 20 says, we are ambassadors. I love that. What's your job? My job in my go is to open the door for people to say, hey, God loves you. Hey, the goodness of God is towards you. Hey, you know what? You can, you can know this. You can have the same joy, the same peace, the same love that I know every day. You can have that. And it can be as natural. It can be as a natural invitation as possible. I love that. That's our go. This go lives inside of us. Now, now, here's the thing. I love that we start with the, this is my go. But I love that the church is God's plan. And so we can get to do that together. And it's, this is how we go. Some of the wonderful things that we saw on that video just before talks about how actually we, how we do the go together. You know, uh, Coast Shelter, on a Wednesday night, um, there's about 20 people in our Gosford campus that every Wednesday night prepare a meal and take time to minister to the homeless, to those that are doing it really tough in our Gosford area, and uh, they love on them, and they, they're doing it together. You know, um, the other, one of the other things Wendy mentioned about our local girl was Thousand Meals. It's where we, we take some beautiful meals and bring support to people that are going through that whole chemo journey in cancer and, and support their families. And I again, I love that we have an army, as it were, of men and women that, you know, commit to, to doing that, to helping those people through those areas. I love it because my wife's involved in that and I, I just enjoy how uh, her go gets partnered with others and they're doing it together. Um, um, you know, just somehow, actually, when we, when we partner together, we're stronger. Somehow our go gets amplified. You know, the Bible says if, if one can put a thousand, then two, ten thousand. So it's, it's kind of like there's this multiplied effect when we do it together, when we say it together, when we, there, there's like a, 
there's an anointing that comes. You know, there's an empowering of God that comes that somehow the, the, the love of God is amplified as we do it together. I, I love that space. I love that we can do that. In Romans um, chapter 1, verse 10, the Apostle Paul, he writes this letter to the church at Rome that he's never been to, by the way. He's never been to this place, but he's writing to them. He wants to go and see them. He wants to go and, and sort of work in the midst of them. And he writes them this encouragement at the start. And he says this. He says, this is Romans 1, verse 10. He says, My desire and constant prayer is that I would be able to come and visit you. He says, according to the plan and timing of God, oh, sorry, excuse me, to come and visit you according to the plan and timing of God. I yearn to come and be face to face with you and get to know you, for I long to impart to you the gift of the Spirit that will empower you for standing strong in your faith. Now, verse 12 is where I want to focus. He says, now this means that when we come together, and a side-by-side, something wonderful will be released. (laughs) He says, we can expect to be co-encouraged and co-comforted by each other's faith. I love this thought that, that actually... Yes, I've got my go, I've got my vocation, I, I know I'm a witness I'm a, 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 of the love of God wherever I am, but actually together, we can partner together and do something even more than we could ever have imagined. I don't know if it's outside of your comfort zone, this concept to, to think about, well, you know, I saw in the video there we talked about some of the overseas mission stuff, you know, and, and you know, i got to tell you, the overseas stuff... Uh, let me let me just qualify this now. You know, it might look kind of exciting and all the rest, and it is, and it's a great privilege. It's a challenge too, you know. Like I, I just recently came back from a, a trip to Europe where I went there. We were we were uh, over in Eastern Europe doing some kingdom business seminars, and I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm a six foot three guy, and. The, those those plane seats, you know, they're 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 a challenge. You know, they're a challenge. I mean. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know what I did. Somehow I must have been sitting a certain way, jammed up, you know, with my knees to my neck. Uh, because when I got home, like, my, my left leg is uh, has been numb and it's been about two and a half weeks. You know, so I must have twisted on a nerve or something. And, uh, you know, again, a six-foot-three guy, those... Uh, he, he, Tried to go to the toilet on a plane? I mean, they're just like they're made for midgets, you know. I don't know what's going on there. I'm trying to work that out. And um, God forbid there's turbulence, you know. And it's just that the convenience factor wanes is what I'm trying to say to you. But here's the thing. I went over there and um, I had actually a lot of fun. I was with a couple of other Aussie business people, other Aussie, Aussie business um, um, men, Christians. And, you know, what a great privilege we had uh, as we we're ministering, I remember we were in Budapest, in Hungary, in Budapest, and we're this two-day seminar. We're talking. We're trying to just train Christian people that are aspirational about business or are in business about how actually God God's interested in business. He's interested in doing business with them. And you know, we had everything from you know emerging entrepreneurs. That's someone with an Instagram account, and um, uh, to 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 multimillionaires in the room, and. As we were just encouraging them in the things of God and encouraging them in their goal and to see business's mission, you know, I, I was just so overwhelmed as the presence of God came and many of them were just crying in their seats, you know, just the presence of God touching them as, as it were, their hearts were opening up going, 
oh wow, I can be spiritual at work and actually my business is my mission. Like there was a, it was a revelation to many of them and I, I remember just getting so overwhelmed thinking, God, I, as I looked at my two other buddies, you know, and we were, I tell you, we were like, uh, we had this running joke about who was going to be the most, who was having Mr. Bean moments because we were just like, you know, we're these world-travelled guys and we're, we're just fumbling in the airport and just, just getting everything mucked up and but I, I just thought, wow, as the three of us were working together, it was like I was experiencing something that I would never have experienced by myself. It, it, you know, I just could never have done that alone. It, it had to be together. And I, I wonder, I, I just kind of, for me, I'm like, I wonder what we could do together. You know, I mean, you know, living on the Central Coast is not a limitation. By the way, it's, I tell you, I've been all over the world. Central Coast is the most beautiful, uh, one of the most beautiful parts of the world. And... Um, but, but, you know, I wonder what, what could we do together here on the central coast of, of Sydney, you know, Australia? And, and, and who could we reach with the love of God as we partner together? And, you know, I'm not going to live in isolation. Somehow, Paul says that, that something wonderful gets released when we're together. That's why there's so much warfare about you, you getting together. So it's, it's why there's so much warfare about you coming to church and being together with your brothers and sisters each week. That's why there's so much warfare about, once you come to church, about engaging deeper into the family of God and not you know, necessarily just being a consumer, but being a contributor to the family. That's why there's a warfare on you about it. Because if somehow we can, if somehow as it were, if, you can, if we can break the together, that sense of I want to partner with you, that somehow you're going to miss out on the fullness of everything that's upon your life. I love this thought that says, hey, we get to go. I get to go every day. You get to go every day, stay-at-home parent, uh, business person, you know, whatever your vocation is, school teacher, whatever it is. You get, we get to go student. We get to go every day. But then on top of that, the icing on the cake, we get to go together. <laughs> God invites us together as a church, as a people, as a community. Oh, man, that is just... It just blesses my heart. You know, this morning, uh, would you stand with me, by the way, this morning? I just want to speak to uh, you. I want to, I want to pray two prayers, and I want to speak to you uh, with regards to those. I want to speak to those watching us online as well this morning, which is this. Before you can have a go in the sense of, you know, get the go of God, you've, you, you've actually got to have a relationship with God. It's this isn't, this isn't about religion. This isn't about some sort of duties that, you know, are imposed upon you. There has to ha a revolution has to have, a love revolution has to have happened in your heart where all of a sudden your connection with God just becomes real, becomes dynamic, it becomes powerful, it becomes your life force. This isn't about rules and regulations. This is about relationship with the living God. And I wonder this morning, if you're in this room or you're watching online and you say, you know what, Dave, I'm curious. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be engaged this morning in any way if, if you weren't at least curious. But maybe you say, you know what, I haven't reconciled that. I, maybe you know about God, some things about God, or maybe that journey is, but you just go, I don't, I don't have that living relationship that you've been speaking about. I don't. I don't wake up with that sense of God you're with me you're for me I know your love so would you just close your eyes for a moment and I want to ask you physically here in the room and online do you know the love of God 
Do you know it deep in your heart? Is there an assurance inside of you that says, you know what? I know I'm not perfect, but I know I'm loved. If you don't know that, if you don't know you're loved by God, and you have a living relationship, and that God has come and already done a miracle in your life, then you know what? It begins with a prayer. It begins with an acknowledgement that just says, God, I need you. I don't know what all of that entails, but somehow I know that I can't or I don't want to do life without you, without this living relationship with you. If you're here this morning, you're online, you just go, you know what, that's me. I wonder if you'd just kind of do something, indicate to me, just lift up your hand and say, you know what, Dave, I, I need to do that. I, I'm not going to ask you to come out the front. I'm not going to ask you to do anything else except to pray a prayer, which we're all going to pray in a moment. That prayer is to ask God, to invite God, to say, God, I know, somehow I know that you, you know me. And you want to connect with me deeply like this. And you want to feel me and do a work inside of me that I can't do. If you're here this morning, if you, you know, it's just, this is your moment. Would you just raise your hand while I just, while everyone's eyes are closed. And I'll just see that. You can put it down and then we're going to pray this prayer. It says, God, yes, you and I, this is, this is it. So if that's you, I want to thank you. If that's you online, I want to thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Why don't we pray this prayer? It's a prayer inviting God into our lives. It says, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you desire a relationship with me. I open my heart to you. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross, for rising on the third day, so that I could have this new life. I surrender my life to you. I ask you to forgive me for doing my own thing. From this day forward, I place my hand in your hand. My life in your life. Change me from the inside out. In Jesus' name. Amen. 